Ladies and gentlemen, I keep coming back to this topic. It's one of the biggest carbuncles in K-12. I'm so annoyed I've even got a subtitle. The unbelievable lightness of being ignorant. That's what some people seem to want for our students. Here's the question. A hundred years ago, did anybody ever say, we've got a library right in the center of town, so there's no reason to memorize anything? No, this never happened because a hundred years ago, people still had some sense. Did anybody ever say, we've got the Encyclopedia Britannica right in our den, so there's no reason to memorize anything? Absolutely not, because it's a really stupid thing to say. In the United States now, in K-12, the war on knowledge is something like the Germans overrunning Russia in the summer of 1941. The attack never stops. The basic absurd idea is that if children know anything, well, that's all wrong, and we have to make sure it doesn't happen again. There's a new video where they ask a high school girl, who were the two sides in the American Revolution? And this shiny example of modern education responds, I really don't know those terms. Apparently, she is referring to the phrase American Revolution. She doesn't know what that means, or is she referring to the term two sides? Either way, it's scary. I have to confess I have no sympathy for the so-called educators who constantly chop education out from underneath the children, leaving, this em leaving them empty and deprived. Now one new strategy is to say that every fact is not actually an important piece of knowledge. Why would that be? Because it's only a factoid. Who was the first president of the United States? What difference does it make? That's a factoid. You see how the game works? How many inches in a yard? Who cares? That's a factoid. You can look it up on your phone. And so by the simple trick of moving all knowledge the factoids, we have accomplished the great theft. Everything that children once learned in elementary and middle school is now considered to be a factoid, not worth noticing. Columbus discovered America in 1492. Surely, you jest, no real humans need to know such trivial stuff. Please, everyone read the tea leaves. The education establishment dreads the thought of children learning anything. Some trendy popinjaya a dozen years ago said that memorization is a waste of time when Google is only a few clicks away. This expert, considered by many to be a leading commentator on our internet age, believes the age of learning through memorization of facts and figures is coming to an end. Instead, students should be taught to think creatively and better understanding the knowledge that's available online. One question here, is the guy serious and sincere? He knows people are increasingly, yet he wants to make the situation worse. Let's look at that phrase, understand how to think creatively. That's why we go to school in the first place, and then college, it's a huge thing. Students don't know how many inches are in a foot. <laughs> Students don't know how many inches are in a foot, and they want to talk about thinking creatively. Anyway, here's more of what the guy said, quote, Rote learning is a waste of time. The existence of Google, Wikipedia, and other online libraries mean that rote memorization is no longer a necessary part of education. 
Teachers are no longer the fountain of knowledge. The internet is. Kids should learn about history to understand the world and why things are the way they are. Notice how breezily that goes, but they don't need to know all the dates. It is enough that they know about the Battle of Hastings without having to memorize that it was in 1066. They can look that up and position it in history with a click on Google, he said. I say what extraordinary fatuous BS. He wants them to know about history, but then undercuts the whole process by saying, don't bother with any of the details, in which case nobody will know any history. It's the dates that allow you to structure things and scaffold things and realize that one thing happened before another thing. Think about what he casually says. Kids should learn about history to understand the world and why things are the way they are. Well, that'll take five or ten years right there, but he won't let the process start because he ridicules learning facts. Here again is my formulation. You have to be able to use your facts in conversation and discussions and answering questions. Otherwise, you don't possess the facts. You are an empty vessel. That's what this guy is wishing for everyone entering the first grade and thereafter. No one should accept this emptiness. Knowledge is good. Facts are fun. The pursuit of knowledge is as important as the knowledge itself. Because you always pick up a few things. You always see a relationship that maybe you didn't realize was there. Finally, if you give students a chance to learn the essential foundational facts, then they can build up to more sophisticated facts. That's the way it has always worked in every real school. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First. This podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. 7. Analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. 
I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.